What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All In with Shop and Lauren. I am Shopmaster. I'm here with the lovely Lauren, who is sporting a nice little uh, Super Nintendo uh, vintage T-shirt. We I haven't like gotten that. to Super yet. This is this is old that's school. A, that's this old is, school. This is Nintendo. original. That's original. Yeah. Nintendo. Super was more like rounded by the by the controllers they, and they purple was. and gray. Yeah. This is this is original. <laughs> Mario Brothers. Yes. 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 Yep. So we got man, man. We got so much to talk about today. So much to talk about and. Man, I don't know if we're gonna even be able to get to everything, but we're get gonna we're gonna it. manage. We're gonna manage. We're gonna manage. Look, I already know there are people out there who are just waiting uh, to hear the humble pie that is supposedly going down today. But I don't think it's gonna go exactly how they want it to go. No, I don't think it's gonna. I might go. be a part of that audience. I might be a part of that group that's looking for that. I don't know. I don't think it's going to go down exactly like people think it's going to go down, but we're going to get started anyway. Well, it's going to go down, so. It's going to go down, so. So let's <laughs> go ahead. Regardless of what it is, it's going down. Exactly. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Our first topic is Aaron Rodgers, the bad, bad man that that is Aaron Rodgers. And they had a big game. Well, I guess what we thought was a big game against the San Francisco 49ers that they eked out. 30 to 28. They left 37 seconds left on the clock. There's a number of things to, that we should unfold right here. Um, but San Francisco never had the lead until 37 seconds left. And that was just enough for Aaron Rodgers to drive two passes. Mind you, he had no timeouts. Two passes to the only receiver that he's going to throw to. Which... Right which, again, makes it even more impressive um, to complete his 26th game-winning drive of his career. Is Aaron Rodgers back to being that bad, bad man that, that we oh, know and love? Oh, oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. He's absolutely, he's absolutely back. And you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself for having doubted Aaron Rodgers because let's be honest, Week one was like, whoa, what the heck is this? Right. This is not no air. Like this legit looks like the Aaron Rodgers that came in and started against the Minnesota Vikings. Like his, I don't know, second or third year in the league. What far after Brett Favre was gone and just looked like total trash. But I'm ashamed of myself because I did pick the 49ers to win this game. Um, and a lot of that had to do with the fact that I had received some intel that the Packers O-line was kind of hurting a little bit, was kind of hurting a little bit. And just knowing how good the 49ers defense is and having Joey Bosa over there at uh, at uh, right end, I was like, there's a very good possibility that uh, we might see another week one performance by Aaron Rodgers just based on this defense. But I should have known better. I should have known better. I should have known better. Now, I did not win. I did not win my fantasy this week. Shout out to Big Stupid. But I did get points thanks to Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is high off success right now. He's high off life right now. And if you thought he had a stellar performance this past Sunday, he's going to have an even more stellar performance week four when they go back home and they face my Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, I said it. 
I said it. I'm not going to go too far into the Pittsburgh Steelers talk because we're going to save that. We're going to save that because I have I, I have some raw emotions. I, I have some things to say about that. But right now we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Again, I fully expected the 49ers to win that game. But much to your point, the 49ers were practically losing that game the entire game. And then to leave one point left on the board with the amount of seconds left that were in the game, there was just no way that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to take advantage of that. Considering how he had already been playing up to that point during the night, I said, there's just too much time. There's too much time. And what's even more, well, I shouldn't say miraculous, but what's even more impressive, that's the word I'm looking for, what's even more impressive about it is the fact that I don't think Green Bay even had any timeouts. No, they had no timeouts. They had no timeouts. And that bad man went out there and did what he did and, and, and set up the, the kicker to, to do what he did. And um, I, I, I have to say he's back. I, I, have, to, I have to say he's back. Now, I, I think he did have a couple of sacks, you know. Um, you know, obviously the line is still trying to be cohesive and they're, they're trying to make things, they're trying to make things work. But I'm just, I'm ashamed of myself. I shouldn't have doubted Aaron Rodgers. I sure as heck am not going to doubt him coming this Sunday. And uh, I say he's back. I say he's back. What do you think, Shop? No, I, I, I definitely think Aaron Rodgers is back. I mean, he's back not only to the caliber he was, like, last week where he looked right. good, but he's back to his MVP self uh, last year. I think the only difference is that he just doesn't have a defense that is – as good as he had last year. And the defense, no, don't get me wrong, the defense wasn't good last year, but they were good enough where right. Aaron Rodgers could overcome them. Like, he could not... I think as long as Aaron Rodgers plays like Aaron Rodgers, they'll be fine. They'll be fine because Aaron Rodgers can overcome the defense. Like, we, right. we saw it week... We saw it last week. We saw it this past week. Every time... San Francisco scored and looked like they were getting closer. Aaron Rodgers was like, "Nope, let me let me just let me just do this." And boom, they they were they were there. Now somebody in the chat said that talent you don't just lose talent, and we'll talk about a quarterback in a few that I believe has lost some some talent as he gets older. So as you get older, you mm-hmm. do lose talent. You yes. lose speed. You lose the the talent to vision. fit vision. You lose talent to fit balls where you usually can fit balls. Like, you definitely lose talent as you get older. Believe me. Believe me. Yes. Like, I was a great bowler when I was young. I remember Uh, you talking about that. Going up until I had kids. Once I had kids and I stopped bowling, like, I've lost that talent. It deteriorates. It deteriorates. uh, The speed on the ball is not as fast. The revolutions mm-hmm. on the ball don't don't go around as as much as they were when I was twenty something, you know it it just doesn't do it. Like when I was on the bowling team at Howard, man, I was the man. I was the man. Yeah. You know? Now I I don't even know if I could bowl the ball straight, roll the ball straight if I tried. But getting back to Aaron Rodgers, he's definitely yeah. back to being that bad man. I don't think he's far off. Again, I think he's back to where he was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Now, again, last week was a get right game against Detroit. You know, 
Detroit is not good. This week they last week they they faced you know San Francisco, which was good. So mm-hmm. we'll see as they mm-hmm. move along. I do think Green Bay um, and Aaron Rodgers are probably one of the top three teams in the NFC. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. But man, as soon as they they punted the ball, I was like, now if you're uh, the fullback right there and you caught that pass. He couldn't have been thinking about, let me get down at the one. Like, I, mm-hmm. I hate people that are like, oh, he should have got down at the one. No, he shouldn't have. No. That, you don't, as a football <laughs> player, you don't think yeah. that. Unless it's like at the end of the game and you already have the lead. I don't know. I don't know. I just think the IQ of the coaches and that defense needs to be better and guard the one guy that you know he's going to look for. There's, right. Especially right. after the first pass. He waited and waited for that end cut by Devontae Adams and hit him right over the outstretched. This is how you know Aaron Rodgers is a bad, bad man. Fred Warner, who is a beast for San Francisco, yeah. leaped up and stretched as far as he could. And, and it still was couldn't like, get it. It was like this many inches. If it was any higher, it would have went over Devontae Adams' head. If it was any lower, it would have... He would have been able to Fred, right? It would have been picked or tipped away. It was the perfect thrown ball, the perfect thrown ball, and so for them not to cover him on the second pass was just atrocious. It's just atrocious. It's like cover, like double cover him and leave everybody one on one and guard the deep. Like that's that's the chance you take, but. Who knows? Aaron Rodgers probably would have found a way anyways, you know. And that's what he does. That's Rogers. that's what he does. And I think I think we forgot about that after seeing that performance in week one. Like, I think a lot of that, too, with that week one performance, we took everything that happened in the offseason and said, wow, <laughs> like 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 what's that scene at a, at a Lion King with uh, Pumbaa and Simone? We're going to fight your uncle for this. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like we went through all that crap. With Aaron in the offseason for this? For this. For this, yes. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, you know, and then he starts clapping at the media, and it was just like, yo, like, what, what's really going on here? But I, I think we're both on the same page. I think he's back, and and um, I'm not I'm not going to doubt him. I'm not going to I'm not gonna doubt him. Yeah, I mean, And look, they faced good competition, too. You know, like, this wasn't, this yeah. wasn't the Packers against the Giants. This wasn't, you know, the Packers against the Jets, right? Like, two yeah. of the worst teams who coincidentally happened to be in the same division. Like, this was this was a team that was arguably, arguably competitive in a very, very strong division. Yeah. So. I totally agree. And the, the crazy thing also is if you think you heard a lot from Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, before, you're going to hear more from him now. Because now he's like, mm-hmm. yes. All, where, where's all that chirping at? Where's, right. all the, where's all the media who doubted me, who said right. we couldn't do it? who were just delirious after week one and said, yep, see, you ain't come to camp. Yep, all that stuff you did in the offseason, this is what you get. And he's and he told, I give him credit. He told everybody after that game, this is an anomaly. Like, this, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is once every five seasons. Like, this yep. is not going to happen. You're not going to see me look this bad again. And, and you right. didn't. And you haven't. And I don't think you will... The rest of the way. I don't think I I don't think you will the rest of the way. Like I mean, just knowing how yeah. tough the NFC is 
and how many powerhouses are in the NFC right now, mm-hmm. they can't afford to. They can't afford to. Right. And I think he's cognizant of that. I think he knows that. So I, when he says it, I believe him. You know, I mean, he told us the first time a couple seasons ago, relax, relax. relax. And everyone relaxed based off of his gameplay. So I'm going to relax again. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm going to relax again. But uh, I think we're going to keep it with the NFC. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. We are going to keep we, it with the NFC. Not. And we are going to talk about the game of the week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the L.A. Rams. Now, before we actually get into the game, let's just kind of for, for our for our audience that may just be tuning in or, or maybe just getting getting uh, hip to what we got course, going on here for the past couple of weeks. Um, Shop and I have been talking about really just whether or not Matthew Stafford deserves any kind of accolades, any any kind of respect. And and I've always been on the side of I like Matthew Stafford. I'm glad that he's got a new beginning in L.A. Um, Meanwhile, Shop, on the other hand, was like, yo, we're not going to see anything different. There is no difference between him and Jared Goff. He's had plenty of time to show us that he's an elite quarterback by taking to his team to the playoffs and winning a playoff game. Shop fully expects to not see anything different. And so we got to uh, sort of an understanding last week where we said, all right, all right, all right. So they haven't really played anybody yet, right? They haven't really played anybody yet. Let's see how the LA Rams do against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Super Bowl champions. Right now, granted, we knew that the that, that Tampa's defense was super sus, but still, you can't bet against the GOAT, right? You, you, you can't bet against the GOAT. And you know what? I didn't. Personally, I did not bet against the GOAT. I said to myself, deep down, I want the Rams to win, but we've all seen this story with Tom Brady before. He is who he is. He's by the, by, by the time he truly does hang it up and call it a day, he will have broken every record that there is to break. I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady. And what do you know, guys? What do you know? Matthew Stafford played lights out. And I'm even going to integrate some Madden in here, too. I honestly thought, based on the connections that he had with Cooper Cup and Deshaun Jackson, that we could have potentially saw or seen, however you phrase it, we, we, we could have potentially seen a Team of the Week card by either of those guys. And, you know, I'll just go ahead and dive into this. I thought it was a great game. I thought it was a stellar performance. I thought it was a performance that both Matthew Stafford, that offense, that defense, and Sean McVay needed to have. I'm going to touch on Sean. I don't have all positive for Sean McVay's with regard to this game, but I'll get to that in just a second. But I know that Sean McVay, more than anything, okay, before he hung it up and before Tom Brady specifically hung it up, wanted to beat Tom Brady. When they went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots, I can never remember if it was Super Bowl 52 or 53, but it was almost like, what in the world are the Rams even doing there? And I'm sure Saints fans can probably agree with that statement. But more than anything, I'm sure he said, if it's the last thing I do. Remember those old school cartoon shows where it was like, if it's the last thing I do. I really think deep down, Sean McVay said, if it's the last thing I do while I have this opportunity in front of me, I am, I will beat Tom Brady. And sure enough, they did. They did, and a lot of that had to do with how atrocious Tampa Bay's defense is, and a lot of that had to do with how great the the, the L.A. Rams' uh, defense is as well. Now, 
like I said, I, I, I don't have, I, I really don't have anything to add in terms of my, my, my admiration for Matthew Stafford. I, I was glad to see him perform the way that he did and, and, and hope that he got a, a, a couple more believers, uh, specifically you, but we'll, we'll get to you in a second, but I am going to say this. I am going to say this. I love Sean McVay. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a fiery coach, but he's got to chill out. He's got to chill out. And if you saw that game, he was running to Deshaun Jackson as soon as he got the touchdown. Like he, You would have thought he was a fan impersonating a coach. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's always been sort of one of the, I guess you could, not downfalls, but just some of the, some of the critical things that have been said about him and that when the team is winning, he's, yeah, 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 just, just real, real fiery. But when the team ain't doing so hot, you know, you got to keep that same energy. And he's been known not to keep that same energy. And um, like I said, I like Sean McVay. I think he's, I think he's a great coach. I think he'll, he'll continue to be a great coach. But uh, Sean, you, you, you gotta, you gotta calm down. You, you, you gotta calm down. You, you, you're the coach. You gotta not, even if you weren't trying to make it look like it was about you, there were instances in which you did make it look like it was about you. So yep. that's all I really have to say. But again, I, 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 I think t- for me, I feel like the Rams and, and Matthew Stafford definitely got plus ones in my book. And um, that was a big test. That was a really, really, really big test in beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, especially the way that they did. I mean, they had a day. They, they had their way. They did everything that they, for the most part, wanted to do. Which was which I'll, I'll say was a surprise. It was a surprise to me. But um, what do you think, Shop? All right. So, <clears throat> so everybody knows where I stand with this, and <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with it. Hey, like, look, did Stafford play well? He played very well. He played. Stafford played at an MVP level he that did. game. He did. He, he did. He played at an MVP level. 343 yards in the air, four touchdowns. Uh, it was a, a total team effort, too. Let me let me get that, too. It's, it was a total team effort. It mm-hmm. wasn't just Stafford mm-hmm. alone. You know, they, they ran the ball effectively. Defense played lights out. Um, and I, you know what? And before I go on with Stafford, I totally agree with you about the Sean McVay thing. Yeah. Like, keep that same energy, young man. Keep that same energy. Guess yep. who else is saying that too? Tom Brady on the other side. Mm-hmm. Tom, you don't think Tom Brady looked at you running up and down the sidelines every time you're doing literally sp- sprinted. sprinted. He wasn't close. He wasn't but, anywhere close to those players when they scored those touchdowns, and he literally sprinted. He sprinted. Not only that, but at every big play, he he walked out on the field. He was giving high fives. He was slapping dudes on the butt. Saying mm-hmm. great job, which is good. You know, I, hey, I'm fine with coaches being energetic and and pumping it. Just have that same energy, mm-hmm. but also know that if you have that same energy, all get, it's going to be a long season for you. It's yep. going to be a long season. <laughs> You're going to you. be tired as hell because because at the end <laughs> of the season, you are going to be so tired. Yep. Um. But I I. I'm I'm with everybody else. I I I'm a big fan of Sean McVay. 
As everybody knows, I'm a Washington football team fan. We had him as yeah, as a coach yeah. on our team. We let that man out the building. I can't believe we let that guy out the building. And he's definitely a player's coach. I get all of that. Yeah. I get all of that. But like Lauren said, when y'all losing, when y'all get y'all butts whipped, you yep. need to have that same energy in encouraging your dudes and slapping their butts and running down to them saying, it's okay yeah. that you missed that field goal. We're going to get it next time. Have that same energy all the time. Now, mm-hmm. let's get back to let's get back to Matthew Stafford. Because that's what this is. Is it time to give Stafford his due? No, it's not. <laughs> Stafford's doing what he should be doing. The whole thing that I want to preach right now is that I don't believe Stafford makes them a a a, a Super Bowl team. All of a sudden, are they? Are, can they attend, uh, contest for the Super Bowl? Of course, but I don't think he gets them there. I just don't think he gets them there. I don't think they get there. Interesting. And I don't think he gets them there. I mean, remember? I mean, did, I do remember Jared Goff getting that team to the Super Bowl, and people will say, "Oh, it wasn't Jared Goff that got him to the Super Bowl. It was everybody else." Then, then why isn't it everybody else when sh- when Matthew Stafford is in the lineup? Because he's throwing for 343 yards and four touchdowns? Uh, I believe I remember a game where Jared Goff threw for five touchdowns. Does that make him any better? No. Look, this team is going to be good. This team is going to be good. People are like, oh, they're 3-0, and oh, they're Super Bowl bound. And maybe it's, just, it's the way that they're winning. And maybe it's because they beat the Bucks. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you, and I can't wait. I hope, please clip this. Clip this, if you may. <laughs> clip it. Clip it. The Bucks will be there. They will see, have to see the Bucks again. And... Oh, no question. The Bucks might have no home question. field advantage. They might not be playing in SoFi Stadium uh, in the playoffs. I'm going to be honest. I kind of hope they do. I hope they don't. I hope they have I to go on do. the road. Now, I hope they got to go. Live and die in LA. <laughs> the place to be. Here's what I, I, I kind of hope it's there. Here's what I will say, though. Appreciate appreciate those, those, those nice tunes right there. Though. <laughs> but here's what I'm saying. I think they're going to have to fight to get into the playoffs, just like all teams. But I think the Tampa Bay uh, Bucks will cruise to the playoffs. Like, and again, it's three games, mm-hmm. people. It's three games. Guess who else started off three and zero? Jared Goff and the Rams when they went to the Super Bowl. Like it's like it, this team is a great team. And they're fun to watch. I will say this. Yeah. I had fun watching them play. That team, that whole game was fun to watch. Even though the the score was a little lopsided at the end, just because Brady couldn't keep up um, at the end. But you know what? Yeah. Brady had 432 yards. Like, yeah. He threw, for, he threw 55 times for over 400 yards. Um, but no. I mean, look, Stafford is is a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback. I just don't think he takes his team to Super Bowl, and and that's and you know, that's what I'm sticking to. 
Yeah, I mean, having thought about it and, and hearing it from that perspective, I'll say that that's fair. I'll, I'll say that that's fair because, you know, we get excited about a lot of things early, early on in the season. And, you know, I think that them beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers helped them get to where, at least for me, where I think that they're capable of being. Do you know what I mean? So I, I get it. You know, in your eyes, they're not there now. They don't pass the eye test. You know, it's great they beat Tampa, but it's, perhaps it's, for you and a lot of other people, they still and that's fair. That that's that's fair. It's it's week three. You know, if this if if they were on a winning record and they were playing Tampa, uh, week twelve, hmm, maybe we might be having a different conversation. But it, I I get it. And, and no, maybe, and maybe no, no, no. You're right. You're right. It, it probably would be a different conversation. But I also say this: a lot of people are giving me flack because they think I'm saying golf and Stafford are equal in talent. They're not. They're not equal in talent. Look, golf. I don't think is is a very good quarterback. But I don't think Stafford's elite. I think he's a great quarterback. I don't. I wouldn't put him. You think as he's better elite. than golf. I think he's better than golf, but I okay. wouldn't say that he's a, an elite quarterback in this league. I don't because I think if you're an elite quarterback in this league, you will your team. You would will the Detroit Lions to more playoff appearances and and at least one playoff win in the years that you've been there. That's fair. In the that's, years I that mean, you've been there. Yeah. Like, that's, the, that's and, fair. And, and you've had weapons. So I don't want to hear, oh, he's never had no weapons. He's had weapons. He's had weapons at every position. Wide receiver, running back, he's had weapons. He's even had tight ends. Like yeah. so so don't give me this oh he's an elite quarterback. Uh when he was in Detroit, I don't remember anybody saying he was an elite quarterback. He was a great quarterback that was on a crappy team, but I just think if you're an elite quarterback, you will your team to win. Put yeah, Aaron Rodgers, put Aaron Rodgers on those Detroit teams and put uh Stafford somewhere else. I think Aaron Rodgers will will that team to a playoff win. At least at least one. Stafford couldn't even get you one. Couldn't get you one. He had a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Calvin Johnson. And he could not get you one playoff win. One playoff win. One playoff win. Now, I haven't gone back and seen how many games Stafford has blown. But I'm pretty sure he has blown some games. So let's stop acting as if Stafford is this elite quarterback and everybody around him in Detroit was garbage. He had Golden Tate. He had Calvin Johnson. He had some good running backs. I'm not saying they were great running backs. He had some good running backs. He had enough weapons that he should have at least won them at least one playoff game in his what 12 or 14 however long he he was in Detroit Kenny Galladay I, I, I mean come on I was just gonna say I you know again I I do think that's fair because I I I'm not saying that he I'm not saying that Matthew Stafford is yet of of this caliber but I think I'm starting to understand your point in terms of being an elite quarterback Peyton Manning, took, it took forever for Peyton Manning to get past those New England Patriots and finally win a Super Bowl. 
But leading up to that point, he was an elite quarterback, right? They were in the playoffs every year. And every year, they were trying to figure out and decipher how in the world they were going to beat the New England Patriots. And they finally got over that hump when New England came to Indianapolis. And what was I, I remember that game so vividly, man. I, I just remember, I think that Asante Samuel... Uh, interception put them down like zero to 21. Like it was, it was like, it was like zero. It was like 21 to nothing. And it was just like, well, here we go. But what did Peyton do? What elite quarterbacks do? He exactly. willed them. He you willed know. them. And, so and, I, I see where you're coming from in that, in that regard. And in, in that, with that perspective. And for all these people in the chat who are just like, oh, well, he's never had a complete team. There's a lot of quarterbacks that never had complete teams that at least won a playoff. You you think Aaron Rodgers has a complete team? You you actually yeah. think Aaron Rodgers had a complete team last year? Or the year before when he won playoff games? No, no, he didn't. But guess what? He's an elite quarterback. He got the job done when yeah. when all when everybody around him was failing. Y'all tripping. Y'all tripping. Acting like, <laughs> oh, you can only win. You can like <laughs> you have to have a complete team. In order to be elite and and, yeah. and win a playoff game, no, there's are plenty of elite quarterbacks that don't have a lot of help around them, right? That don't. And guess what? The teams that have a lot of help can get by with average quarterbacks, like the Joe Flacco's. The Joe Flacco's. He, he's an average quarterback, but he had a great defense and yeah. surrounding cast. Mm-hmm. He was able to win a Super Bowl. He was able to win games in, in the whatchamacallit. Yep. So, I mean, come on. Let's, let, I mean, just stop with the, oh, he needs a great team. That's how you know he's not elite. That's how you know he's not elite. <laughs> the fact that you said, well, he's never had a great team around him. Okay. I, I, Tom Brady's elite never had. quarterbacks make. Tom Brady never had elite. a great team around him. He wh- who was his weapons sometimes when he won the Super Bowl? He had a good defense, yes. Who was his weapons though? I mean, yeah, exactly. Let's be clear. Pay, uh, Tom Brady Pay- put a lot of dudes yeah. on because you can't tell me that Wes Welker and Danny Amendola. Do you realize Danny Amendola came out of Texas Tech and was initially on the practice squad in Dallas? So let's be. I, I get it. Like I totally get it. Like Tom Brady really put dudes on. He's won so, playoff games, Big Stupid. He's Packers. Aaron Rodgers has won playoff games. Don't tell me he hasn't done jack in ten years. But then you're going to defend. You're going to defend Matthew Stafford. What has he done in ten years? That <laughs> blows my mind that people would even have that take. Oh, Aaron Rodgers hasn't done nothing in ten years. But Matthew Stafford, he's a great. He's an elite quarterback. He just hasn't had anybody around him. Come on. Come on. Y'all need to stop. Y'all need I to do stop. see a point, though. Wasn't Shop making the argument Lamar didn't have weapons last week? Okay. And? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have any weapons. He doesn't have any weapons. I mean, what, what are we saying? Oh, <laughs> I didn't say a good night. I didn't say. <laughs> Does Lamar have any weapons? No, he doesn't. Has Lamar won playoff games? Yes, he has. Has Matthew Stafford won playoff games? No, he hasn't. I rest my case. I rest my case. (laughs) 
All right. All right. Well, the good thing is the NFL season is not over. And there's a very good possibility that we're going to revisit this topic after week four. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we are. I'm pretty sure we are. I'm pretty sure we are. All All right. right. What do we got next here? Uh, Keeping on with with football. And we're going to move to the Monday night game. uh, Cowboys versus the Eagles. Great Monday night game. Like all the games have been good. This one got out of hand. But it was it was kind of good until halftime, and th- and then it just the the Eagles just fell apart. Like they just they just don't have enough to keep up with you know the Dallas Cowboys, who were firing on all cylinders. You know, you know, you know me. I'm not a big Cowboys fan. In fact, I'm not a Cowboys fan at all. But I am a Dak <laughs> Prescott. I'm a, I'm a Dak fan, and he was on fire yesterday like completing over 70 percent of his passes he was moving around the pocket he rushed a little bit throwing on the run found people deep found people short like i can't figure out if and i said this in, in my discord i don't know if dallas was just that good or do the eagles just really suck like which is it which is it I, I don't what ants can you answer me that before we talk about Jalen Hurts? Wait, say that again. Is Dallas really that good, or do the Eagles just really suck? Well, I mean, I've said this. I've I've been on record in saying this, and I'll and I'll say it again. And I know that I have a certain ear uh, that wants me to say this, but this is what we have come to expect from Dallas this time of the year. Okay, I will say for right now, Dallas is a very good football team. I will say for right now, Dallas's defense is stellar. I will say for right now that Dak Prescott is playing lights out. Ezekiel Elliott is playing lights out. He's making uh, Dak is making all kinds of connections with his tight ends, and they are they are getting things done. But we got a little ways to go before we get to Thanksgiving. So to answer your question, I will say for right now, yes, the Cowboys are legit until look, Thanksgiving. <laughs> until th- until Thanksgiving. <laughs> look, look. Uh, we all know that, you know, that black cat that just, just runs around, you know, A&T, AT&T Stadium is just run, is he's just waiting. He's just waiting for the leftover Thanksgiving of crumbs to fall off the table so he can come out and then it's all downhill from there. Look, it's going to be a battle. Well, you know what? I'm hoping it's a battle between Washington and Dallas for the NFC least um because i just don't think the giants nor after last night performance the eagles are even up to it is i don't even think they're even up to it um so but jalen hurts put it all on him jalen hurts said you know what this this is this is on me you know you know i gotta be better i gotta be better so the people around me can perform well so they can do their jobs. What did you think about him taking all the blame? Cause we know it wasn't, it wasn't all on him. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, I, 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 uh, I w- honestly, I would say, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm glad that he did take some accountability in that. Uh, I'm glad that he did take ownership of that because 
prior to that game, I mean, his quarterback rating was pretty doggone good. I mean, he was anywhere yeah. between like 80 and 90% in terms of average. Um, I just think that um, they just didn't have a good night. They just didn't have a good night. Specifically, Jalen Hurts did not have a good night. And I don't think that I, I, I was surprised. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I wasn't expecting them to look as atrocious as they did. Um, but at the same time, just knowing how well they've played uh, leading up to that game, I don't think it's over for the Eagles at all. Um, mm. I did pick Dallas to win that game. I did pick Dallas to win that game. But again, I, I, I see why he took ownership just because of how well he had played two weeks prior. So it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Now, if this continues to if this turns into a pattern, then yeah, we we got we got problems. But uh I didn't have a pro- I I I thought it was great and <coughs> hopefully hopefully the team can can look at that and say, "Wow, you know, this is a leader. This is someone that is that is taking ownership of something and more than likely, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, preparing for, let's see, week four officially starts tomorrow. That's when practice starts. Uh, that's when everyone's back. Like, you know, Tuesdays is, is community day. Uh, they're out in the community doing whatever they do. But the, the, the new week officially starts on Wednesday. So practice will resume. And I won't be surprised if Jalen Hurts is the first one in uh, watching film and, and, and the last one out. Like, he seems like he wants to get it right. And I respect that. I wasn't a big Jalen Hurts fan initially um, because to be honest with you, I didn't know what the hell was going on in Philly. Yeah. I, I really didn't. I mean, they, they fired their Super Bowl winning coach. They bring in a new coach. They get rid of, of, of Carson Wentz. They draft Jalen Hurts. And I, you know, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. Um, but I, I, I don't, like I said, I don't have a problem with him taking ownership. He's performed well. He has performed well prior to that game. And um, I think he showed a lot of, um, I think he showed a lot of maturity, a lot of maturity. And, and that's and that's where I'm going with this. Look, Jalen Hurts was 25 for 39 for 326 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Was it all on him? No. But the maturity to just say, you know what, I take all the blame. It's on me. You know, I got to be better. If I'm better, my team gets better. Like right. that shows maturity. That shows leadership. And that's what they need in that locker room right now. You got guys out there that are like probably looking around like, man, this is going to be tough this season. Like, yeah, we ain't never had a season like this in, in a while. And this one might be tough, but mm-hmm. he's encouraging what he's doing this. And I love it because this is what he's doing. He's telling those guys in the locker room, look, I'm going to get better. Mm-hmm. Just stick with me. Absolutely. Stick with me. I'm going to be better. And not only am I telling you I'm going to be better, but like you said, Lauren, he's going to be the first one in, in the, at, at the facilities tomorrow. He's going to be the last one to leave. Yep. He's going to be in that film room. And I think Jalen Hurts will get better. Mm-hmm. I think he will get too. better. Um, because, look. They just like I every team, point, he was they a have little too hard on himself. Yeah, I, and and that's that's the only thing I would say is that I wouldn't. He took it all on him. Like I would have came yeah. out and said, "Hey, look, I just need to I need to play better. I'm not going to talk about anybody else on the team because I know for me, 
I got to be better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I you definitely don't want to do the whole Tim Tebow, I promise speech, which goes down in infamy. But it, I, I was hoping he wouldn't go there because he sounded like he was about to go there. He sounded like he was about to do the whole I promise you'll never see. You will never see. And I promise you will never hear. And I promise you will never see another player. And bro, (laughs) you just sound so robotic right now. I mean, granted, he, you know, he he backed it up though. He backed it up. I will say, I will say Tebow backed it up, but I think, look, I think Jalen Hurts knows better than to do that, but I don't mind him. I don't mind him blaming himself for this loss. But for real, he was the only thing that was, he was the only, he was the only person that was really keeping them in the game. The defense wasn't doing anything. (laughs) The defense was just letting the Cowboys do whatever they want. Oh, Zeke, you you want five yards? Here you go. Oh, Pollard. I mean, they had that one big play with Fletcher Cox in the end zone. But outside of that, I mean, that was, that was it. What is really to call home about, right? Yeah, nothing, nothing. Yeah, other than that, it was nothing. So, um, I wish all the best. Actually, I don't because he's an Eagles fan. I hate rooting rooting for... I think the moral of it is we're not going to sleep on the Eagles just yet. Just yet. It's only three games. still very much a problem for the NFC East. Yes, I agree. And, you know, as a whole, these young quarterbacks, I think, are getting a raw deal. Like, just as a whole, yeah. I feel like, especially the rookie quarterbacks, they're getting and such I'm, a raw I'm guilty. deal. I'm, I'm guilty like, it's, of slamming been, them against the it's, wall and It's been three them. games, and people are already like, that dude's a bust. Can we just I'm guilty. I'm guilty. trade him? Like, My bad. It, and I'm just like, slow your roll. Slow your <laughs> roll, people. Like, it's it's, it's okay. It's, it's, it's only three games into their young season. And, and remember, Jalen Hurts didn't start all last season. Like he right. came on at I want to say the final two games of mm-hmm. the regular season. So it, this is really his first season. This is really his first full season and I like that he's taking control of the team. He's showing that he can be a leader of yes. men. He's taking a responsibility and I just hope like you say he backs it up by not only saying it but also showing it on the field, on the practice field. And you know, run around, yeah. work, work workouts, mean, everything. Can't say it enough. The kid's saying all the right things. It's now, just a matter of whether or not he can he can. Now, write just the because check his mouth is, is cashing, right, trying now, to cash. Right, and just because Jalen Hurts gets better doesn't mean that the team is going to win. <clears throat> because they have That's more true. problems than just Jalen Hurts playing bad. Like they had, they're going to have a brutal schedule, and they're going to lose a lot of games. They're just going to lose a lot of games. Um, mm-hmm. So I just hope he keeps us keeps his confidence up, and and we'll we'll see, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I would agree. I would agree. All right. Well, we're going to another topic yeah. in which there's uh, there's trouble at bay. Um, R. Kelly was found uh, was found guilty on, uh, and this is just kind of us kind of mixing in you know some some topics that aren't necessarily football related. Uh, we wanted to do a, b- a better job of of integrating some of those some of those kind of talks, and obviously the big news today was uh, R. Kelly being found guilty on on all accounts and and on all charges. Um, mm. I think for me, I I'll say this: um, 
R. Kelly uh, is going to be put away for a very, very long time. I'm always on the uh, on the side of you. You do the crime, you do the time. Um, but the reality is, um, R. Kelly needed psychiatric help, needed some type of psychological help uh, when he was a child. Mm. Um, unfortunately, a, a, um, a lot. It's. I, I mean, I'm not going to claim to be be a therapist. I'm not going to claim to be a doctor here. But I just. I, I am aware that some of the trends that you see with sexual abusers are typically those who have been sexually abused themselves. And from um, what I understand, R. Kelly was sexually abused uh, when he was a, when he was a child. Um, I think uh, it's, this is a sad story. Unfortunately, this is not, um, Mm. this is not anything to, to um, it's just the whole, the whole thing is just, is just really sad. And, it's unfortunate that when R. Kelly was in a position to to help himself, uh, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. Um, and um, I think we should have known. Uh, I forget who it was that he interviewed with, but the infamous question, do you like teenage girls? And his initially his representative didn't want him to answer that question. Right. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, R. Kelly did an interview years ago. I want to say this might have been late 90s, early 2000s. And th- this is when the allegations about um, him, him and having sexual relations with 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 minors initially uh, started or started to come up more, started to come up more. Um, and, you know, again, initially his representative didn't want him to answer the question, but he said, no, I'll answer it. And so the interviewer asked the question again, do you like teenage girls? And his response was, when you say teenage how young we talking? <laughs> Wrong answer. The fact that you as an adult man don't know the start of a teenage year and the conclusion of a teenage year means that you are guilty. <laughs> you 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 are are guilty in in everything that it is that 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 you are doing and um it's sad for me because uh you know I grew up listening to R Kelly's music. Um I feel like as his per, as his uh I I mean I hate to admit it but Chocolate Factory is one of my all-time favorite R yes. Kelly albums. Yes one of my all-time favorites and it it pains me and it hurts me because I just I love that album so much and I just can't listen to it just knowing the just everything that that this this man uh in encompassed and um he was also known for uh creating songs and and producing uh songs for well-known artists I mean we're we're talking Michael Jackson I mean we're talking Britney Spears, we're talking a lot of influential and, and popular pop artists, uh, as well as R and B artists as well. Um, but I, um, I hope that those victims can find it in their souls to forgive him. Um, because if they don't, then they're not going to be able to move on. Uh, but it's just, it's just a, it's just a sad day and I'm, I'm sorry and sad that it got to this point. Um, but that's, I mean, yeah. You do the crime, you do the time. Yeah, but he's probably gonna face life in prison. Yeah. Like he has a chance to face life in prison. He's been found guilty 
of nine counts of racketeering and sexual, uh, I forgot what it was, if it's misconduct or I'm pretty sure it's not misconduct. But anyways, right. uh, let's see. He was found guilty of sexual exploitation of child, bribery, racketeering, and sex trafficking involving five victims. Look, <sighs> I'm with you. I, I loved his music growing up. That was the premier time of mm-hmm. my young adulthood. You know, I graduated high school in 91. I loved the Chocolate Factory. I loved all his stuff before that. Um, but, like, when the whole uh, document documentary, documentary of mm-hmm. R. Kelly mm-hmm. came I watched out, it. I watched it. That was eye-opening. That was deep. That was eye-opening. And I don't think I looked at him the same after that. You know, because you hear it, but you don't. Right. Until that came out and they showed some stuff, um, it, it was crazy. But if you ever, like, the other day, my wife and I, we, we went out of town. And, you know, we had our playlist mm-hmm. and we're listening to it. And she's on, uh, she likes to listen to our music from Pandora. And it mm-hmm. tells you, like, who wrote the song and who's singing it, yeah. of course. Yeah. How many old school or songs that this man has written yeah. is just ridiculous. That's what I makes it so sad. He was just such a talent. And But see, being such a talent, though, I feel like a lot of people turned their eye towards what the stuff he was doing. Oh, 100%. Hundred percent. In fact, a, someone a, in the chat said that he, you know, that that, that there were enablers, yeah, tons had, and tons and tons, tons of enablers, and tons of enablers, and they even they even mentioned that in a couple of the articles that um, I read today about it, and it's just amazing how people will turn their eye when someone has talent. It's the same thing. Talent and money. Talent and money, but it's the same thing with. These athletes that get away with stuff because mm-hmm. they have talent and because they have money. It's the same thing I saw in high school with athletes who uh, were not making the grade, you know, and were not just letting them pass or they didn't have to take a test or like I know people who were getting that treatment in high school because uh, because they were the star quarterback of the high school football team. Yep. Like, so this, this doesn't start like when you're older. No, this starts at a very, very very young young age. age. If you are talented, there are some things that people will let you slide because Mm -hmm. you're talented and not only you're talented, but you can help them get to what they want to do. Yep. And that's, that's what enablers are. Enablers Mm -hmm. are people who, let things slide for their purpose, not really the person's purpose, not really the purpose. Like people didn't let things slide because, oh, I like R. Kelly. No, they let it slide because it was going to benefit them as well as R. Kelly. So, right. you know, they, they talked about how even in the documentary, how parents knew what was going on. Parents yeah, knew and I was that gonna, they were I was going to touch on involved. that as well. And that, that bothered the crap out of me. Yes. I don't know if you remember um, when that around that time that that documentary first aired and they showed that family mm-hmm. where 
um, it was a mother and a father, a mm. mother and a father who knew okay. what was going on yes. and was trying to make contact with their daughter. And for the most part, it just seemed like they were allowing it to happen. And there was an interview with Master P and he hit the nail on the head. He said, as a father, if that was my daughter, I would be in jail right now I for would murder. Be in jail. Yes. Yes. I would be in jail that right would... now for murder. Ain't no way as a man that I am going to let something like this happen. And for the duration in which it did. Yes. Cause I'm saying to myself, what? Like, I, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I kind of thought their story was just like, you guys really felt comfortable being so transparent about this because right now y'all are the y'all ones that look ain't terrible. looking too hot. Yeah. Y'all yeah. are the ones who looking terrible. Yeah. Like Standing I, I see that you're trying building. and all, but, but how hard have, did you really try to get your daughter back? Yeah, Didn't they have one thing where the dude was, or they, the parents were standing outside the building trying to call her name, call yeah, their daughter's name. That was the family. And I'm that like, was that was the family. Excuse me, I would have had a sledgehammer knocking down the doors. Yep. They would have had That's to kill me. They would have had to kill me to yep. keep me away from my daughter. That's at that what, point. That's what my dad would have done. Like there is a real no, dad would have done there that. There is no way that Period. I'm going to let my daughter. I'm not going to have any contact with my daughter. And you're saying, "I uh, nah, you 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 stay away." What? Yep. No, I don't care who you are. I don't. I don't care if it's my daughter's husband. They not. He not gonna keep me away from my daughter if I want to see her. Exactly. Like, that, that is. Just and just crazy. oh man, the amount of of sexual transmitted infections that were being passed around yes. from him to the next girl to the next girl, and it just. It was deep. It was. It was really deep. But um, you reap what you sow. Um, <laughs> I just you know. It's just a sad, it's just a sad, sad situation. And, um, you know, a lot of people, I love Aaliyah. Um, she will be one of my all time favorite artists. Um, I still get kind of choked up uh, around the anniversary of her, of her death. Um, but you know, there were some things that were said about her as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of enablers around those two, you know, and, um, just their behavior in which they, uh, conducted themselves. I mean, I think one of the things that came out from that documentary was the fact that they were legally married mm-hmm. and yep. she was not of marriage <laughs> age. Yeah. Uh, age. Yeah, right. And, age, yeah. you know, her family being as protective as, as they are still to this very day. Right. I mean, her music just recently got released on all the streaming platforms and her family was still against it, which I don't understand why she was loved and cherished by everybody mm-hmm. but you know they they deny it they they say it's not true and you know that's another story for for a different day but you know and then to have the song age ain't nothing but a number well no it's not <laughs> right no it's not yeah okay this isn't the 1300s where you are 12 years old and you're being you know it's an arranged marriage and you're forced to marry some um, 48 year old king <laughs> like they have laws and they have laws for those very reasons to, to stop that crap mm-hmm. so it's tough it's it's tough but you know he knew he knew what he was doing um dang man i i saw but- i saw r kelly in concert uh probably about five years ago in in jacksonville 
and uh, he was doing what he does and, you know, gyrating, doing what he does. But it's just like, I just like, now I feel gross about being at that concert. <laughs> well, I, I think, ago. I think, but, but you bring up a good point. I think that's the other thing. Like this has been going on for like 27 years. This thing yes. has been going on for like a couple of decades. Yes. Why, did it, why did it take so long? So, and that, that was my question. And they said it was because of all of the enablers that he had around him and mm-hmm. all of the people that benefited from him in the music industry. Right. And that's why it took so long to have a case to put a case against this man. That, right. that was, that's, right. that was just crazy. That was just crazy. Totally. Totally. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. We got to pay some bills. Um, But we'll be right back with more All In with Shop and Lauren as we jump into one of our favorite, favorite games, Overreaction. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. We are back. uh, And it's our favorite show. I mean, it's our favorite segment that we like to do every Tuesday. Favorite segment. Favorite segment. So we're going to play a little game of overreaction or not so i put a poll out there and i don't think that's the first question but i'll definitely uh when we get to that we'll read i'll read to you what everybody thinks on this poll um but let's go ahead and start with the first question for miss lauren it's this is this a overreaction or not an overreaction this should be big ben's last year in the nfl uh, not an overreaction. Um, <laughs> wow, I didn't know that was going to be the first one. Uh, it, it, it's not an overreaction. And to be, com- to be completely honest with you, I think his last year likely should have been the year that he got hurt and we saw that disaster in Mason Rudolph. Um, at least we could have started the transition. We could have started the process. Um, we, at that point, would have known exactly what we were in for and we could have started the ugliness of, of, of how our team was going to look. But um, at least at that point, uh, some type of plan was initiated. Some type of plan was started. As it stands right now, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know if the plan is even being talked about. I don't know what's going on in Pittsburgh. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that more soon. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to agree with you. I don't think it, it's not an overreaction as well. Look, this should be Big Ben's last year. The problem is it's not. That's and that and that's It's not? No, it's not going to be his last year. They they just don't have a backup plan. And even if they get somebody next year, they're going to keep him on the roster at least. You don't think so. You don't you think you actually think the Steelers are going to cut ties with Is this his last? Does he have any more years left on his contract? No. Oh. He doesn't. Oh. And he cut and he he, he okay. renegotiated his contract and gave some money back so that some other so that some other fellas could flourish. Yeah. So this Michael Jackson, this is it. No. This uh. is it. Ain't no more. I don't I don't if if he gets an extension, Colbert's gotta go. Not but even again. Not even if they are like, look, let's 
let's draft you know, a you quarterback. Know, my, you, you see how my voice got deep there, right? Yeah, I, like, I, I no, you, you, you know, you, you I'm got in real serious. I, you know, I'm not messing around. I know. Like I know. when when the voice gets like this, you know, Lauren means business, and yeah. she's for real, for real about what she's saying. I mean, okay, there was no hee hee or, or there, was, no. there was no laughter no. in your. There's no, no excitement or joy. Not. Uh, absolutely or happiness not. in your voice right now. I don't. I don't None. like this, Lauren. This is uh, this is serious. I don't like this. This is Lauren. serious. We are in trouble. <laughs> we are in trouble. And but who do you go to though? You don't have nobody. Are we talking about it? Like, is this? Are we like no, talking no, about this? No, 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 no. We'll, okay. we'll say. We'll say. You kind of got me like a bull here. That's like waiting for, like looking at that red flag, <laughs> but yet and still you're holding me back, and I can't yeah. run to get it. I, yeah, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're not helping too. matters. Okay. All right. All right. To the to the next question. To the next question. <laughs> okay. All yes. right. Next question. Matt Nagy should be fired in Chicago. Matt Nagy should be fired in Chicago. Overreaction or not? That is not an overreaction to me. He absolutely should be fired. One of the key things that you have always said and that's actually stuck with me is the fact that it's about making a team better. It's about getting better. And I think you made that point when I was pretty harsh on uh, Mike Zimmer with the, with the Minnesota Vikings. They're not getting better. And he, you know, obviously the, the big story right now, the, the big... Um, the, the the big uh, the big story right now is the fact that Justin Fields started and he was not he was arguably not put in the best situation um, against Cleveland against a team who is arguably likely going to take the division and could very well make a deep deep run in the playoffs. Um, we saw this in Chicago before with Matt Trubisky. He was very instrumental in bringing in Matt Trubisky. That experiment didn't work out. He brings in Nick Foles. Nick Foles having that relationship, having that having that uh, rapport with Matt Nagy um, from Philadelphia, and even that that didn't work. So at what point? At what point do you have to start? How many players is it going to take? How many quarterbacks is it going to take to be you know to go through and to run through and, and deplete through before you actually say you know what this isn't the guy we need to move on. Um, and here's the thing. I, I'm not I'm not big on Ohio State quarterbacks. You know, everyone dogs on me being from Ohio and not being an Ohio State fan. I got my undergraduate from the University of Cincinnati. Let me be clear and let me say that again. I got my undergraduate degree from the University of Cincinnati. That is why I am not an Ohio State fan. But despite that, I do want to see Justin Fields be successful. I do want Justin Fields... Fields to be that spark and to be that light and to be that quarterback that Chicago never had. I mean, when you talk about the Chicago Bears, you never talk about quarterbacks. Honestly, you talk about their defense. You talk about their middle linebackers, right? Like that's those are you talk about their defensive line. Like those are the things that you talk about with Chicago. So I am absolutely not overreacting with uh, with Matt Nagy. I know the city of Chicago is absolutely pissed. I know that they feel that his play call is questionable. And in fact, um, you know, I, I listen uh, to ESPN radio in the morning and Dan Orlowski even is just like, did you purposely create this game plan to, to show that Fields wasn't ready? Did you purposely try to set him up to fail? I mean, a lot of it's crazy. It's crazy. No, it's but not. a lot of people have that perception and, and think that that's a thing. So I'm not over. I'm 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 not overreacting. I he's got to go. He's got to go. And it's Chicago. It'd be different if this was 
I don't know, a, a smaller market or something like that. But I mean, this is this is Chicago. So, you know what? I was all ready to say. No overreaction here. I was already saying no overreaction. Your mind, perhaps. (sighs) (laughs) The deep, the the sigh, the sigh, the the sigh, because (sighs) (laughs) you're you're two for two with the size. (laughs) Look, you know why? Because I said this last week. I said this last week. I said the only way Justin Fields has a good game is if Matt Nagy creates a whole new game plan, a whole new game plan to let this guy be successful. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. No. And he didn't. So... I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to have to agree with you. I think it's not an overreaction. Mm-mm. I want to say we're only three games in, people. But this is not Nagy's third game. You you just pointed yeah. out and you made the case. Look, he's this is the same guy who messed up the Trubisky thing. This is the yep. same guy who doesn't know what he's doing. He mismanages clock all the time. Like if you mm-hmm. talk to Chicago people, they will tell they will give you a laundry list going. of things that he is not fit for as a NFL head coach. And so with that said, I'm going to have to say it's not an overreaction. He needs to be gone because mm-hmm. look, I'm not saying that he could have made he could have created a de- uh, offensive game plan that would have won them the game. I'm not even saying that. But come on. You have 47 yards of total offense or 49 yeah. yards of total offense. Uh, dag on Justin Tucker kicked a field goal more than for the offensive for more yeah. offensive yards than you had in four quarters in one kick. That is atrocious. A problem. That, that is a problem. And, and that is a terrible offense. And the fact that people are even alluding to the fact that you did this on purpose to sabotage Fields so you won't have to play him. Like, be a man, be a head coach and say, hey, no, you know what? No, if I, I'm playing, I'm playing the the red rifle. That's I'm playing Andy Dalton. The, yeah. the, I don't think as far as I'm concerned that Justin Fields is ready and we will do everything in our power to get him ready because he is the future of our franchise, but he is not ready now. And I am not putting him in harm's way. I am going to have Andy Dalton, who's a veteran who can get the ball out, know the reads and get it done. And I will work Justin Fields in, in situational plays and moments that he can be successful in. I think if Bear fans heard that, they would feel a lot better than they do right now. They have because nothing to look forward to. Like nothing. they they they, you know. No, they they have Justin Fields to look forward to, but the problem is after that last game, Justin Fields not, not only did he look just totally lost. He just looked inept. 
He yeah. just looked like he, a daring headlights. He had no clue what he was doing on that field. And that's not because he can't read coverages or I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it has to do that he was not properly prepared by his coaching staff. His coaching staff let him down. And they let the whole team down. And they let Chicago down. Fire Matt Nagy now. Just fire him go. now. He's got to go. Gotta go. I, you know, I was yeah. going to do a, a, a <laughs> overreaction, but I can't even do it now. Fire his ass now. He needs to go. Put somebody else up. Look. And then, here's what you don't do. You don't get assistant coach to be the coach. Because they're terrible, too. They're, ter- yeah. they're terrible, too. Clean Clean house. house. Clean house. And that's why I always I always wondered why more teams don't, when they draft a new quarterback, why owners just don't be like, you know what? I'm getting rid of Jim. I'm getting rid of the, the coach. The fact <laughs> I mean, I don't that, say this to be offensive, but no, like, isn't their owner like some like 98-year-old woman? Like, it doesn't who's matter. really making the decisions around it, there? It, it doesn't matter. She needs somebody needs to tell her. Because if if I have to draft, a, if I have a high pick where I can draft a quarterback, sort of like in Jacksonville, I'm getting a new coach and a new GM. Everybody And we talked about it, I want to say, the last week. The GM and coach should be tied together. They should be right. tied together at all times. You should not right. fire the coach and still keep the GM. Exactly. Because like, the GM the hired the coach. Prime the, example. Yes. The, prime the, example. The but, GM yeah. hired the coach. The GM hired the coach. Therefore, let the, let them all go. <laughs> let them yeah. all go. Let them all go. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm almost willing to do some investigative work here because you know, let's bring up the point. Like, <laughs> someone said in chat, the owner is the issue. She's an old ass lady. Like, uh, who? She's like, got to have football. T- she's got to have football people around her. Does she have kids? But that's the thing. I don't know a ton about the Bears franchise, but no. I'd be willing to do the research. Like, does she have kids that are, in, you know, playing certain roles? Like, what? Where? who are her influences? What drives her to make decisions, if any? You know, does she somehow uh, power of attorney, you know, someone? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just know they always be showing her uh in the press box during the games and it's just like uh, it's it's a good, it's I, I've a never seen point. Her. like I've never seen her but oh they 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 show there's her people are, there's people story. around her though right there's people around her though right yeah there are well, people around her they they're just they're just enabling her like I won't say like they're enabling like they enabled R. Kelly but they're right. enabling, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. enabling no, no, her. I know what you're saying they're enabling her they're just letting her saying. do her thing as long as they got a seat in that press box and they get all that free food and can watch the game up high and look down on everybody. Uh, yeah. No, I keep doing yeah. You're doing a great job, lady. Great job. Great job. Can I have another one, please? Yeah. And that's, that's what sucks about ownership sometimes. It's like you just, it is so hit or miss depending on the type of owner that you have. Like you have owners that just like being owners and they're just like, oh, you know, we had a good season, but we'll get them next yeah. year. Right. And then you have other owners that are like super hands-on and want to win every year and ain't going to stop until they do. And, you know, then you have some other owners that are just trying to figure things out so that they can win. Uh, but like I said, I don't, I don't know. I don't know a lot about homegirl. I just know she's super old and I don't know who runs the show. 
in that in that organization. But the moral of the story is Matt Nagy has got to go. I do not want to see, and I'm sure Bears fans do not want to see this man ruin another quarterback like he did with Matt Trubisky. Because who is to say, who is to say what he would have been? Um, who's to say what he would have been? I mean, I, I, I'm I'm sure he's he's going to ride the the wave in, in Buffalo and is and is okay, is content with being the backup quarterback for Josh Allen. I mean, I'm sure he's just happy that he's still even in the league, but you know, we'll see if he gets another opportunity. We'll see if he gets another opportunity, but I think this might be my favorite overreaction or not. We talked about (laughs) at least one subject matter that I knew that we were going to revisit. And now we've got another one that we were going to revisit. We talked about Matthew Stafford. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to talk about Derek Carr. Is Derek Carr on track to have a career year this year? Overreaction or not? I think I know your answer to this, but mm-hmm. I, I, I let let's let's hear it. Let's let's hear it. Uh oh, uh oh! You're already starting off with the size. No, you're already no. starting off with the size. No, look, look. It's it's not it's not an overreaction. I'm going to put not overreaction. I don't know why I can't put it on my side, but okay. I'm going to put not over an overreaction. But I will say this. His his career year is like Aaron Rodgers' bad year. Like, like so, so, so what if he has a career year? They're, they're not going to do anything. They're going to finish third in their own division. They're going to struggle to get to that wild card. Who's second? Um, the Chargers. Oh, right. Chiefs are going right. to be first. Chargers second, or Chargers first. Chiefs second. Any by anyways, they're going to be third. They're going to be third in their own division. They're going to be. It's they're going to be hard pressed to get. Uh, what you call it? So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, for me. I just feel like what more does the kid need to do for right now? For right now, obviously we know what the long-term goal is here, right? right? Get to the playoffs, win your playoff games, get to the Super Bowl, and ultimately win a Super Bowl. And I agree with you. It does come down. It's not it's this 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 division is not so going are you to be easy. An overreaction or not an overreaction? I'm going to say not an overreaction. I'm going to say not an overreaction because I I I I I have an appreciation for the work, the body of work that Derek Carr has done up to this point. I mean, the kid each game has thrown for almost 400 yards. I mean, I think he's well over a thousand yards right now. Uh, we're not even halfway through the season, not even and a third. so he the traject the trajectory of of his stats um, are looking pretty high. Um, I would say if you have a healthy Derek Carr, why wouldn't you want him as your quarterback? I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, they went the distance with Miami, but I, I'm not going to neglect the fact that they beat the Ravens. Okay. It was a, it was a very My close team is game. Sorry. Very close. Huh? Game. I said it was a very close game. You're right. They, they beat the Ravens. Game. They, uh, it was they, not a close game with my Steelers. They just well, gave them the business. Uh, and then they had another close game with Miami uh, going into overtime and, and literally winning it. Um, 
you know, seconds seconds to, towards ending the game. But I just... I know that the, 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 the debate that we constantly have, whether it be here live on the show or whether it be on Twitter, is are you taking Lamar Jackson over Derek Carr? And I'm sticking with my vote. And again, this ain't got nothing to do with me not liking Lamar Jackson because he's different. So whatever troll on Twitter decided to say that, that is the furthest thing from the truth. Okay. I, again. You you say that, but then you totally, when somebody put up a graphic of how many yards, oh, Derek Carr has 900 and some yards. And he has, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said it showed a graphic with Derek Carr on top. Number one with 900 and some yards. And what was your thing? Eight hundred. Okay, but he's leading the league. And what was the thing that came out your out your mouth? I don't see Lamar on that list. Well, guess what? I did. Uh, uh-uh. don't lie on me. You didn't say uh-uh. you didn't see Lamar didn't, on this I list. I didn't say that. You said I did not say that. I'm going to that tweet right now. Where is Lamar? Hold up. Uh, yep. No. Go, go no, to no, the no, tweet. No, 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 Everybody no, no, no. saw it. Everybody saw it in the chat. Tell me. Go to that tweet and tell me. I said, this is why I said Carr over Lamar. I didn't say I didn't see Lamar on this list. I said, this is why I said Carr over Lamar was because of the passing yards. Because he can do passing yards? Because he can can pass better than somebody else. That's why you would choose somebody. I mean, so, so at this I point, he's passed the ball. I don't know. He's passing better than that. He's passing better than that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. You taking him okay. over Aaron Rodgers? No, don't. Why are you even hesitating? Why are you even hesitating right here? Obviously, I'm not going to take him over Aaron Rodgers because of the fact that Aaron Rodgers is an elite quarterback. All I just want you to do is just have an appreciation for Derek Carr, okay? And they did make another graphic with regards to rushing yards. And yes, your boy Lamar is on that list. But again, I thought quarterbacks are passers. They pass the ball. They throw the ball. They throw touchdowns. I just don't want the work that Derek Carr has done to be underappreciated. And if I had my choice, I'm going to take Derek Carr over Lamar. That that That's and, it. And, and I know I we're it. not done it. with the subject. We're probably going to talk about it every freaking week. But I'm just saying, like... No, I, okay. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. They just posted a graphic on ESPN saying the Raiders' strength of schedule is like 24th at this time. I just want people you know it's it's still early it's still early Super i i think Derek carr is a good quarterback i don't see anything wrong with that i i just personally would pick lamar jackson over Derek carr that's that's and that's all i'm saying and you saying that you put Derek carr over lamar jackson that's all i mean he beat lamar so there's that His, his team beat lamar's team his no, he'd be, he's, well, he's a part of that team, so... You're right, you're right. Okay, well, I mean... <laughs> but again, just because you beat another team doesn't mean you're better than that other player on the other side. Okay. I mean, Stafford just beat Brady. I guess Stafford is, like, the GOAT now. I don't know. Your words, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll 
be back to this. I know it. We'll we'll we be will. back to this. We will. And but that's I, the thing. I'm open to my there. tune changing. That's what makes it so fun. I'm open to my, tu- my tune what? changing. I'm, I'm, open, totally I'm open to change it. I'm open to change it too. They started three and zero last year too, so I'm open to change it too when they start plummeting down and they are fighting tooth and nail for that wild card spot. I, look. If, if 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 they win, I tell you what. If they win the division, I will give Derek Carr all the flowers he can handle. He, I'll give him all the flowers he can handle if <laughs> if he can win the division. If he can do, win the division, that's that's okay. That's, that's good. That's a tall. That's a tall task. Yeah, that's it, a tall it is. task. Right, we'll see. It's possible, but we'll see. It is. When do right. uh, let's see? When do the Raiders play either the Chargers or the? I, I want to say. Uh, I want to say next week. Next no, week? I think it's two weeks. I think in two weeks they play the Chiefs. Okay. Not sure. Well, we'll, we'll obviously be paying attention. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <laughs> All right. Our next one. The Cowboys look great against the Eagles on Monday night last night. But will the Cowboys, or the the, the statement is, the Cowboys will contend for the NFC crown. Is that a reaction, overreaction, or not an overreaction? It's not an overreaction. And I think last night proved that it wasn't an overreaction. Again, I I commend Jalen Hurts for taking the responsibility as, as much as he did. Um, and to your point, perhaps he shouldn't have taken all of it. But um, I think, I still think that the division is going to be between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but I, still, there's something to be said about that defense um, that we that we saw last night. Again, you know, Philly's not a bad team. Philly Philly is not a bad team. Now, I think the outcome is going to be different for the Cowboys in Philly. Um, I will be picking I will be picking the Eagles to win that game in Philly. Um, but outside of you know, they're outside of you know playing Philly. Um, I'm not. What's what's Dal- Who does Dallas have next? Oh, the Panthers. They're going to beat the Panthers. Really? They're going to beat the Panthers. Hold and, on. So and, they're going to beat the, the 3-0 and Panthers, but they're going to lose again to the 1-2 and Eagles? Because the Eagles are a good team. I'm not – okay. I'm not saying okay. that the Panthers aren't a good team, but who have they really played? They played the Texans last week, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, we knew that was going to be a thing. Uh, yeah. They played the Jets uh, week one, and then who did they play week two? The Who did they play? Uh, so so my point, regardless, yeah. I think my point is the Panthers, even though they are three and oh, who have they really played? Like we're I, I, I feel like Sunday we're definitely going to be paying attention to this game simply because of the fact that the Panthers are three and oh, and we want to know if 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 aren't if um, if Darnold is for real uh, and we're going to see how Dallas does against the team that's undefeated. So I, I just. I don't want to discredit the Eagles. You know, I know it looked ugly last night. I, I really, really do. But I still do think that the Eagles are are in contingent for, for the division. And I still think they're a good football team. Um, so I'm not, for right now, right? So, so, I'm so sticking why, to isn't my, that, why isn't that an overreaction then? That the Cowboys will contend for the NFC if you actually don't even think they're going to beat the Eagles or... Well, it's really going to be contingent upon what each of their records are. You know, are, what, what's, what's the scenario? Are, is, the, is it going to come down to that game? 
is it going to be a situation where one where it doesn't matter like it's mm-hmm. it's going to be you have to look at the situation at that point right right no right okay so. i think again i think it's whoops i think it's an overreaction i don't mm-hmm. think the cowboys will contend for the nfc crown i think there's just too many one I don't think their defense is as good as people give it credit for. Are, are, is their defense better than last year? Yes. Yes, their defense is better than last year. But is it this all-encompassing, like, oh, my goodness, we're, we're a top-five defense now? No. No, I don't. And let me tell you some of the teams that they're going to have to fight for that NFC crown. The Rams. We we talked about it. The Rams look good. They're they're Mm-hmm. They they look legit. I mean, are we saying that the Cowboys could possibly defeat the Rams? I don't think so. I think the Cow I think the Rams have too much uh, offensive power, and I think their defense will shut Dak Prescott in that offense down. I, I just think that. All right, let's okay. move on. Um, the Bucks, the Bucks, who just lost to the Rams. I don't. I don't think the Bucks. I don't think the Cowboys will beat the Bucks. We've already seen them lose to the Bucks in Week One. Yeah. And although Dak said we'll be back, okay, what to lose again? Like, like you're gonna come back and lose again? So are, are the Bucks beating? I mean, are are the Cowboys beating the Bucks for to to win the NFC? No, I don't think so. Um, the Packers, that bad man. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't think, I don't think that bad man is going to let the Cowboys no. beat them, uh, even the if they have, have to go on the road. Always been a problem for the Cowboys. Always. always have been a problem. Always been a problem. So that's that's just one, two, three teams uh, that we named. We haven't even gotten to the Cardinals, who I think the the Cowboys would struggle against keeping Kyler Murray I in don't. that pocket. I, I honestly, I'm trying to understand the Cardinals. The Cardinals are a good team, but again, it boils to me, it boils down to who they played and, and they, I mean, we can talk about this another time, but you know, they kept it pretty close with some teams that are pretty sus. So yeah, I agree. Okay. And and I'm with you. I'm with you. But I mean, to me, the Eagles are sus, but we're, we're, we're already, that's who the Cowboys beat the Eagles. Now they did beat a Chargers team. I give it to them. They, they beat a, a very, very good Chargers team. That's to me, that's the only quality win they got. Like mm-hmm. that win over the Eagles, that was a that was a sus win. Like if any of the Cardinals wins were sus, that was a sus win for the Cowboys. So, you know, it is what it yeah. is. And then they got the Panthers, who they will face next week, who you just said probably had a sus schedule as well. I mean, you can only play the people in front of you, the people who are on your schedule. I get it. Right. I get it. But the people that have they have played have been suspect. And so we'll see mm-hmm. next week, you know, with the Cowboys playing the Panthers, and we'll see if that defense can do some damage against, you know, the Cowboys offense. Because I think that's yeah. what it's going to come down to uh, with those two intact. So when you say the Cowboys will contend for the NFC crown it's definitely an overreaction in my opinion because there's too many teams that i got that are better than them 
and at least three teams who I just don't think they're going to be able to compete with. That's just me. And you can call me a Cowboys hater or, or whatever. Well, I, Everybody, I, I I'm just talking about the chat. Position, I know. I know I, you. I'm just talking about the people I in the was, chat. You know. <laughs> I mean, I guess for me, the question is. Ah, never mind. Never mind. Because, I mean, I, again, I've been on record saying that once Thanksgiving hits, that's when we here. see the real that's when we see the real Cowboys. So. I guess if you're asking me this question now, yeah, I would. I, I feel like their trajectory is them becoming potential NFC East, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But after Thanksgiving, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And again, like just because they win the NFC East doesn't make them automatically contenders, Super Bowl contenders. Oh yeah, I know that. There, there are, there are, there have been plenty of seasons in which a division has been so terrible, so stinking terrible, and you have a division winner, and because they won the division, which I, I, I I wanted the NFL to change that so, so badly, but because they won the division, they go to the playoffs, and then they go to the playoffs and get smacked. Go to the playoffs and get smacked. All right. All right. So that is our overreaction or not. Love that segment. If you yes. have some if you have some fire questions or comments that you want added to overreaction Tuesday, make sure you hit us up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Let us know. We'd be happy to read your question um, and go over any topic that you guys have. Uh, we love interacting with the chat and interacting with our audience. We want you to be a part. We'll read your name on the air. And just so people can go back and criticize your crazy question that you ask us. I mean, and it doesn't have to be about sports either. It could be like what you thought about R. Kelly being guilty or something. Like it does not have to be uh, that. So make sure you hit us up on Twitter um, and we'll go from there. All right. Next, next one. I like this one. I like this one. I, I, I don't like this one. I don't like this one. I mean, you, you I brought it like, up, and I looked like, at it and was like, "Oh my!" I am so okay. I'm sorry. Josh Gordon is KC bound. He's going to Kansas City. How do you feel about that, Lauren? Because I think you feel the same way I feel. Oh, I I wanted to talk about it just because of the fact that um, it's Josh Gordon, right? It's mm-hmm. the Josh Gordon. Um, truthfully speaking. I didn't really understand the acquisition. Um, and I still don't because Kansas City's defense is terrible. terrible. And their defense has been terrible for the past three or more years. So I guess I feel like their resources were allocated on the wrong side of the ball. I mean, I, get, I and I understand that when you think of Kansas City's offense, you think of obviously Patrick Mahomes, you think of Travis Kelsey, you think of Tyreek Hill, you think of those guys, and they lost Sammy Watkins, who's now in Baltimore with Lamar. And so they said, well, let's, let, let, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's give Josh Gordon a try um, since he's now reinstated. But again, offense to me is just, it's not their number one problem. Um, and Josh Gordon... <sighs> I mean, I might sigh a lot on this on this segment too. Based on the NFL rules and how they're set up, he has had problems with substance abuse 
since he's come into the league. Yeah. And I remember my time in um I remember my time in uh in uh in Cleveland and uh Joe Banner was the, uh, the CEO at the time um, and was heavily involved in a lot of the football operations. And I remember the news break, you know, it, 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 he had a conversation with Josh, like, listen, we're taking a chance on you. Like we, we, I, we see your talent. We want you to be something big here, but all that, all that other stuff, all the, all the weed and all that stuff, like that's got to go. And here we are. Right. I mean, I wish that the NFL would get to a point where they just flat out legalize the doggone thing. I don't know the the the, the scientific facts behind it, but I I'm pretty sure that marijuana does not is not a performance enhancing drug. <laughs> um, no. It is legalized in some states, so I mean I I just don't I I don't see the discrepancy there with the league and not just just demolishing that rule um, altogether. Um, but at the end of the day, I do want Josh Gordon to succeed. I, I, I really do. And it's, it's sad that literally every team that he has been on, he has been suspended because of this rule, because he just cannot stay away from the weed. I mean, Josh Gordon has to be on record for having just as many chances in the NFL as Victor Newman's been married on Young and the Restless, <laughs> which is a lot. Okay. Which, which is a lot. So, I wish I was wrong about this. I really do. But the track record says otherwise. It's literally only going to be a matter of time with Josh Gordon and this yeah. being a thing again. And I don't want to see him being banned, banished from the NFL. But I do think that we are uh, honestly, I'm surprised that we haven't gotten there yet. But I do think we're getting close to where the NFL might make some crazy rule and just say, you know what? It's over. It's done. Uh, oh. You're you're banished. Well, here's the I, thing. Like, the NFL doesn't even suspend you for testing positive for weed anymore. That's what made the whole... Oh, layout. I didn't know that. Yeah, is that's this what, new? Yeah, that was, yeah, this is new this year. Okay, I'm say, okay. This year. Well, then he's but, good. But that's what made the whole Lael Collins thing crazy, right? Because right. this man skipped so many tests, and then he tried to bribe... I'm sorry for bringing Cowboy fans this news and stuff. <laughs> But he tried to bribe the the drug tester. Like, so what if you test positive for weed? Like, right. you, you don't get suspended for being for testing positive for weed anymore. So right. with that said, I'm so sick of Josh Gordon, though. Like, like I'm <laughs> really? saying, nobody gets more chances than this guy. And I'm all for letting I'm all for second chances. I am. Same. I am. I'm a big proponent for and a big supporter of giving people second chances after right. they have turned their self around. But this is not the second chance. This is not the third chance. This is not like how many chances not did this four, guy get? Not five, not I used six. to I used to love Ray Rice. I used to love mm. Ray Rice. Yeah. And I know this is a touchy subject. Yeah. And he got suspended and pretty much blackballed to where he was never going to play football again. Like, and rightfully so. And, and rightfully so. I mean, he didn't just hit a woman. He knocked her out. He knocked her out. Yes. He hit yes. her. He punched her like she was a man. And even, but, but, but hold on. But even though she dropped the charges and stuff, but that, that doesn't matter. Everybody saw the tape. Everybody saw the tape. Right. Right. 
this guy broke rules. This guy broke your rules multiple times. Multiple times. At what point do you just be like, you know what? (laughs) We're done with him. We're done with him. I don't care how many times, how many times that Roger Goodell, how many times does he have to sit in your office and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I I won't do this again because you've heard it at least four times already. You heard it at least four times already. And I'm curious, like this is I mean, perhaps this is something that just doesn't get talked about. But I am I would like to know if the NFL has put tried to put things in place to help him in terms of you know, putting him in some type of program and, and helping facilitate uh, him completing those programs. Like, I want the NFL to come out and say, we have tried everything to help this man. We, we, we realize that this is a problem. We realize that he's just downright an addict and cannot stay off of this stuff. He needs this stuff to be coherent. Unfortunately, it is against our policy, which apparently it's not now. But at the time, unfortunately, it, it is against our policy. It is against our rules. These are the succession plans. These, these, are, the, these are the things that we, are, that we have in place to try and, and help him. Or is it just guilty as charged? You're out of here. Go figure it out. Go get, go do whatever you need. You broke our rule. You're gone. You're, you know, like no, I, look, I look, they, they had, he had to, he had to meet so much, so many criteria in order for him to be reinstated. He did have to go to a rehabilitation, rehabilitation center. Okay. He had to meet all the demands the first time, the first time. I don't right. know what happened right. after that, like the other times. But I remember the first time he had to do so many hours of community service. He had to go to rehabilitation. He had to take drug tests again to make sure it was out of his system. Like all of these things. And he failed again. He again, failed I guess again. I just still, I, I still want to know the intricacies of that. Is, what, did they just give him a checklist and say, this is what you have to do in order to be reinstated? Or were there people with him along the way? Did he have a, a mentorship? Did he have someone with him that that i mean i know this might when here's the thing okay like and maybe we can talk about this a little bit more when people are addicted to something it is just that it is an addiction it is not something where you say don't do that anymore Mm -hmm. because if you do that things are not going to be good like it is ingrained in them it is Mm -hmm. it is a part it is they don't see anything it's wrong not with who it. They are, but they feel yeah. like it's who they yeah, are. It's, it's they, are. It, yeah. they feel like that's what they need in order for them to to just even breathe. Nice. And I just at what you know, I I I really would like to know what all and you know, not saying that all the responsibility is is not is on the NFL. It, I it, it would be nice if there were you know, some resources that they provide him. But again, was this just a checklist? Like, this is what you need to do? Or because, I mean, you have a repeat offender in the same category. You, He is a repeat, you know, this is, he's, it's he's not like... He's a re-repeater. He's yes, a re-repeater. exactly. For the same thing, you know? So, so it's like, at what point does anybody, so. the NFL, family, whoever, say, you know what? This guy's really talented, we got to have an intervention. We got to, we, we, we've got to put together some type of mentorship to make sure that, that, that he beats this. Listen to what you're saying, Lauren. What have we been talking about all day? Enablers. The NFL yeah. Yeah. is an enabler. 
for yep. Josh Gordon. He, they are an enabler for Josh yep. Gordon. You know why? Because they're teaching him, hey, man, it doesn't matter. You can always come back. You can always, guess what? We're going to pay you money so you can go buy out, buy some more weed. Weed, and, yep. And, and yep. get yep. high as much as you want. You know, we don't really care if you changed or not. We know you're a talent in this NFL and we know, we some, know you're going to make us money. Is gonna, right. You're going to make some, you're going to make us money. You're going to sell some Josh Gordon jerseys. You're going to join a team and help them the best way you can. We, and now since we don't even suspend for, for smoking weed, you can go out and smoke all the weed you want. You're good. Yep. You're good. You're good. So yeah. I just, the, the NFL is enabling Josh Gordon. Now, will 100%. he make Kansas City better? I don't think so. They are they already are good. Like you said, they need help on unless he can play cornerback. They'll make him a little bit better. I think they'll take some it'll take some pressure off of uh Tyreek for sure. And Kelsey in terms of And Hardman. Like like how much pressure how much I mean pr- Josh Gordon is a good he's he when is, he, he's I'm a good pre- player. Yes, he's a good player. Yes, he I can totally help agree. them, but again, I don't think that that was the help that they needed. I I true. True. Yeah. It the, the again, but does it make Casey better? I it makes them better on offense, but that's not where they're deficient at. I think they right. score just as exactly. many points. They just can't keep anybody else from scoring. Right. They just can't keep anybody else from scoring. So Exactly. That's exactly. that's the issue. Oh man. All right, <laughs> Seattle. I mean, oh shoot. I, I thought Seattle was going to contend for that NFC West spot, but they lose to the Vikings, which seems surprisingly Vikings seem like they're they're kind of okay under Kirk Cousins. But yeah. Seattle loses on the road. They lose. I want to say they lost Lockett for the year, torn ACL or MCL. Um, what is your take on Seattle and like can they get out of this? Can they get out of this rut? This is not the Seattle Seahawks that I think myself or any of us are used to seeing by any means. Mm -hmm. Um, I did pick the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Minnesota Vikings, but there was a little something on my shoulder whispering to me that this was going to be a trap game for them. And indeed it was. Uh, Minnesota hadn't won a game prior to playing the Seahawks. And this was their first game at home. So this was their home opener for the season. And, um, you know, the last two losses that the Vikings had came down to nail biters. Like they were very, very close games. Yeah. And so looking back on it, I probably should have just gone ahead and picked the Vikings since I knew it was going to be a trap game for the Seahawks, but I'm not ready to panic on them just yet. Um, there's a lot of teams right now that are presently uh, one and two. Yeah. And um, I think they'll eventually figure it out. I, 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 I like their run game with Carson um i do like their tight ends like i i I feel like russell from an offensive standpoint and just the offense is doing the best thing that they can or or, or the best that they can their problem is that defense i don't know what the hell is going on with their defense but i feel like that has a lot to do with it cousins kirk cousins had a day day. (laughs) uh he had a day on sunday just carving up that secondary like it was pumpkin pie Mm -hmm. and um Unless they can figure something out on defense and get that defense fixed, 
they're going to have the same problem because again we 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 have really really talked up this defense or not defense we've really really talked up this division and how many powerhouses are in there right now yeah. and you know the 49ers aren't going to lay over for them uh the rams sure as heck are not going to lay over for them um so cardinals <laughs> so <laughs> um I, I don't I don't know how you fix that defense, but again, like I said, I don't I don't think the offense is, is the problem. Um I hope they get it figured out. I'm not I'm not ready to overreact just yet on the Seahawks, but this is the start of a Seahawks season that we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, yeah. We it's... haven't seen in a while. I don't I don't think we've seen this uh since Russell's been the starter, perhaps. I could be wrong, but I'm Yeah. You're you're right. No, we haven't seen it this bad since Russell Wilson has been started. But I'll I'll say this: I I personally don't think it's going to get any better. I personally don't think it is going to get any better. I think they will finish last in that division. I think they'll finish last in that division. Yeah. Um, because can you name me anybody on the defense besides Jamal Adams? No. 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 I can't. You can't. When back in the day, you can name it. You can you can probably name the whole yeah. secondary. Yeah, Bobby and, Wagner, yeah, Sherman, Richard Sherman, uh, Earl uh, Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Cam Chancellor. Yeah, like you can name all of them. The uh, list goes on. The list goes on. They're they're so far removed from that, and I, I I feel like we are giving them the same treatment as we give Dan Quinn. Duh supposedly creator of the Legion of Boom. And mm-hmm. everybody, oh, Dan Quinn, Legion of Boom. Then he goes to Seattle, I mean to Atlanta. Atlanta. And you're like, mm-hmm. yo, what's what's up with your defense? What's up with your defense? Right. And and they're just like, you know, you know why? Because we're giving we're 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 giving him the same we're giving him the same thing that we're doing with Seattle now. When we think of Seattle, we think of Legion of Boom. We think great defense, Russell Wilson uh, running around making plays. Uh, and it's not that. And I think losing uh, Lockett, I want to say he's going for the year. I- I'm not sure. But if he's going for the year, that's a big blow. And all they have is yeah. Metcalf. And I-, I just don't think that's enough. Not in that division. No, at least. not at all. Not in that division, at least. So. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for for them to bounce back after this. And I know it's only three games, and we try not to uh, overreact off of three games. Oh, they're saying Lockett is fine. I thought he tore something. Somebody told me that they he tore something, but maybe that was misinformation. But I mean, if Lockett is fine, then I, hopefully I, look, they can bounce back. No, even if Lockett's fine, Lockett could be 100%. It's their defense. I don't think... I just don't think their defense uh, is. Yeah, it's very it's, bad. It's, it's suspect. It's suspect. Mm-hmm. And, and the only reason I. Now, if Seattle was in the NFC East instead of the Giants or Philly, I would say, oh, yeah, Seattle has a chance. <laughs> the division is, 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 is bad. So, yes, mm-hmm. Seattle has a chance. But they got the Rams, San Francisco, and the Cardinals in that same division. All who put yeah. up, who can put up points on on opposing teams. So I I just think 
it's going to be tough for them to get out of this slump. And I mean, it it starts it starts next week, but they have a game against San Francisco next week. And yeah. that's not the game that you want. <laughs> coming <laughs> off <laughs> coming off a 30-17 loss to the Vikings. <laughs> you know, yeah. and a San Francisco team that just squandered a chance. Yeah, just who got their heart torn out by Aaron Rodgers. I don't think you I think Shanahan's gonna have that team ready to play and and ready to do damage in the bay. In the bay. So you're not gonna have the twelfth man behind you at all. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I, I, I don't I don't think it happens. And then it, guess guess what team they have after that? The Rams. The Rams. So yeah. <laughs> So, so they about, not gonna get any easier for them. Yeah, so they're about to be one and four. <laughs> I mean, they're they're what? They're two and they're what? One and two right now. One and two right now. Yeah, yeah they're about to be one and four. You know. Oh, then they might get a, a reprieve because guess who they play after that? I'm not sure. The Steelers, which brings us to our next topic. Great segue. I'm the, I'm the master of segues. Excellent. <laughs> so it Love is Love the graphics, looking, by the way. It is looking it's pretty on point. Pitiful in Steel Town. As you see the picture. That was of, my grandma's one of my grandma's favorite words. Pitiful. 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 In Steel Town. So before I let you give your soliloquy about your Steelers, I'm just gonna say this. Steelers are in bad shape. They're they're in bad shape. That there's not. I got them. I got them really finishing last in their division. Like I look at the Browns. The Browns are clicking. The Browns are just clicking. You know, ever since they lost that first game to Kansas City in a close game that I thought they should have won, they've been clicking. Burrow, they just beat the Steelers last week. The 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 Ravens, they're they're sketchy, but I think they have more more talent than than the Raven than the Steelers. Um, I actually think the Ravens, the Ravens and the Steelers might be battling for for third and fourth right there. Um, but you know, I I know you're a big Steelers fan. I know I've been wearing this red shirt. And you're like a bull ready to be un- <laughs> ready to just load off or, or go off on these Steelers. So I'm just going to sit back and let you go ahead and talk about your Steelers and the state of Steeler Nation right now. The floor is yours, Miss Lauren. You know, I was thinking all day um, how I was going to open with this and, and how I ultimately was, was going to talk about this and. I thought, well, maybe I'll have something, you know, organized. And, I, you know, like, like I told you before the show, I, I'm just, I'm going to speak from the heart. Um, I've always said this, whether it be on social media, whether it be in my stream, when it comes to the teams that I follow and the teams that I'm, I like, I am a realist. I will never, ever be that one that will sit there and say, we're going to the Super Bowl every single year, uh, knowing good and, well, good and well that our team is nowhere near uh, there in terms of talent. <sighs> I never thought, I never 
thought that I would see the day in which my Pittsburgh Steelers are in the state in which they are in right now. And what makes this so tough is the fact that I don't know what the state of the future of this team really is. Um, I'm, 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 I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm, I'm facetious. I'm cynical. I'm sad. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm so many, so many emotions when it comes to my Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm going to say this. I am done giving Ben Roethlisberger a pass. I said this on social media. He gave us two Super Bowls. But the fact of the matter is we should have been done with him years ago. You don't give our him entire, any. You don't give him our, any. No, slack. no, no, no. He no. gave you two Super Bowls. Our entire. And so did Eli Manning for the New York Giants. But Eli knew what was up. He knew what was up. And what did he do? He, he retired. Away. He retired. So that's my so that's my argument to that. Our entire franchise was centered around Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. And last year, it was our line is old, our line is terrible. It's not Ben's fault. This year is our line is young, our line is terrible. It's not Ben's fault. <laughs> When is it going to be Ben Roethlisberger's fault? But you know what? Here's the thing. I'm not going to put it all on him because this is bigger than Ben. This is bigger than Ben. When it comes to internal issues, external issues or whatever, you go to the top. You go to the top. I am blaming Tomlin. I am blaming the GM. And I am blaming ownership. Kevin Colbert has been our general manager since the early 2000s. And you're telling me that since then, all the time in the world that you've had, Mason Rudolph was going to be your succession plan? That's all you brought in was Mason freaking Rudolph? And I'll tell you something else here. A lot of people have said in the past that maybe Antonio Brown and maybe Le'Veon Bell weren't as crazy as we thought they were. Maybe everything that they said about Ben and said about how the organization treats Ben Roethlisberger is true. And you know what? Guess what they have that we haven't had in a while. What's that? Super Bowl rings. Mm. Okay. I believe Le'Veon, he, although he didn't do much in Kansas city, he still got a ring and Antonio Brown has a ring with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from last season. So I, I, I am, I have no hope. I, I, I have no hope. I'm not, don't, I don't want anybody coming at me wanting to do any bets because I'm going to bet on your team before I bet on my team winning another game for the rest of this season. I didn't, I, I, we are absolutely going to be last in the division. I think the Cleveland Browns are absolutely going to be division winners and potentially even have a bye for the divisional playoff game. That's how, freaking lights out the Browns are playing and that pains me to say that mm. it pains me to say that because I know how hungry that organization is they ain't had nothing since 1964 and that's the only thing that they got to ride on is that freaking championship with Jim Brown back in 1964 that's all they got okay but this is unacceptable this is repulsive 
And there needs to be accountability, not just with Ben and not just with Tomlin and not just with that GM, but this falls on ownership. We are a terrible football team. And I have no idea how they're going to fix this. And I'm going to be even more frank with you. I'm a ride or die, but we're going to have some pain probably for the next five years and beyond. We really are because of the fact that we did what we did and riding this wave with Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. And what may, and and, and we did so freaking much for this guy. Yeah. He two Super Bowls but who had his back when he went out there and and got into that motorcycle accident could have taken his life could have taken someone else's life okay who did we whose back did we have when all those sexual allegations with him allegedly raping that woman came out okay all these things that we have done and you're telling me that you're just gonna ride this way Ben should have been gone years ago and you know what it's our own fault. We shot ourselves in the foot with this and we have to live with it. So all those people that are coming at me and they're excited about their team, you deserve it. You deserve it. This is your time. Cincinnati Bengals, this is your time. <laughs> Cleveland Browns, this is your time. Baltimore Ravens, this might be your time. Maybe not with Lamar, but this is still your time. Okay. So I'm not going to sit here and be a fan that's in denial about what's going on here. I'm not going to be someone that shows up on Twitter and shows up on Twitch and says, we're still going to win it all. Wasn't no damn way in hell we were winning anything this year with how we're set up. Period. And that's my rant. Wow. Just wow. I. It is what it is. I, I got to say, I don't, I don't, I don't really... Keep- and it's our own damn fault. I don't know what this is. I, I mic drop. I, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. Well, all right. Um, that's gonna do it for us uh, on this episode six of All In with Shopping, Lauren. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you. Uh, I, I I don't really have anything to, to add after I mean, that. Say how you feel. Just 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 say how you feel. I mean, I I'm just I'm not gonna be in denial about about what our situation is. I, I I'm I not. Said what I, I said. Yes, I said <laughs> what I said. Wow. Okay. I'm ride or die, but we 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 got a long we got a long road a uh, road ahead of us. You know, I mean, I I could go on. I I think Devin Bush was probably one of our worst draft picks ever. Uh, Minka had a lights out year when we when we when we brought him over in that trade, but clearly that was a trade that we probably could have used uh, in finding our uh, quarterback successor. We're we're in trouble. We're Usa. we're. Yeah. Well. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Um, I don't know how many people we lost through that rant, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, hey, if you have any, if you have any, rebu- no, no, I'm just messing with you. If we have any rebuttal, if you want a rebuttal, make sure you hit up Lauren at Lauren WKR. Uh, she's send her flowers. I don't know what she needs right now. I just some encouragement, something. 
I need some I'm more stuffed. water and I need she, some dinner. That's, yeah, she, that's probably what she needs. All right. I just did that whole rant on an empty stomach. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're that's going to do it for us. Uh, yo, appreciate everybody coming through. Catch us Friday, 6.30 p.m. over on twitch.tv slash Lauren WKR. We'll be back at it with more rants. Maybe I'll rant about my Washington football team. Hey, do it. Nah, do, it. I, do we have time? I mean, I don't even think we have time. But, time. but but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Time. We got we got pickums on Friday, Thursday night football, guys. Uh, make sure you watch that as well, and we will catch you guys later. We out. Peace. See you guys. <laughs>